The truth will set you free, but first it'll piss you off. Hey, bad bitches wanna be my bitch. Hey, hold me down like the CIA. is having a wonderful day and everybody's in the kingdom and all that jazz. In this episode, as I discussed in the last episode, this is a two-part series of voting and millennials and their perspective on voting. So I have in this episode college students from the University of Illinois Springfield here to have a conversation with me and we're gonna just have this conversation. So do you all want to introduce yourselves? I'm Aja Howard. I'm Andrew Schweibert. I'm Louis J. Cavantog. Thank you, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're having technical difficulties over here. But as you all know, I like to start my show off with disclaimers. One, I curse. So there will be curse words in this episode. Two, I will mess up the English language. Yes, I have two degrees, but you know, English is hard. So just accept that for what it is, people. Three, we won't see eye to eye, but we can respect each other and we can keep it moving, go out, have drinks, eat afterwards. It'll be nice. Four, I'm in the kingdom. That's my qualifications on speaking on today. And five, by the time you listen to this podcast, things may change. So keep that in mind for when you listen. All right, so moving on to what I'm here for this week. What I'm here for this week could be anything that's political-based or pop culture or just because the sky is blue. It's a fun little segment that I do on this show to get things light before we get into, like, hefty stuff. So I'm going to start off by saying what I'm here for this week. This week, I'm here for political ads. I love political season when there's elections because those ads are shady and funny as F. Like in Illinois, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but J.B. Pritzer stuff always try to shade oh a browner. God. And I'm actually, <laughs> I'm here for all of it. It's entertaining. And also the ones in Georgia, because, you know, there's a black lady running for governor in Georgia. So race is definitely a part in that race. And I am just here for all the shade. Plus, I'm also here for all the free stuff that the candidates give out. Like yesterday. <laughs> yesterday, I love the free food. Like, I love it. Those free foods is wonderful. Like, I went to a candidate yesterday, Betsy Durskin-Lingram? Who is Betsy Lodigan. Lodigan, thank you. Went to her pizza thing yesterday, and I got free pizza. Wonderful. Plus, met people. So, I, God, I love election season. Love it. Are you all here for anything this week? Nothing. I can't think of nothing. <laughs> Aren't you glad to be alive? Yeah. <laughs> I have to be alive. Another day that the Lord has made. Uh, I will be happy when I get some sleep. <laughs> oh, be it, I'll remember those days, college. Uh, Ooh. Hmm, God. Seems like a lot of people are getting less sleep. You're not getting a lot of balance on, you know, the work to play ratio, play quote unquote ratio. 
people don't have enough, uh, enough time on their hands to like be civilly engaged. So I guess that's like where the younger generation comes in from having all the free time to do whatever they want under the safety net of their parents who are busy working for them and hoping that they get a better start than they once did. So it's important that, you know, we as a youth culture, we take our free time and use it responsibly, not only to educate ourselves, but also to set in motion a, a project or a, a, a bigger project than short-term consequences that we all worry about, it seems. You said that so eloquently. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, was, that was so eloquently put. Just, what comes to my mind, man, I'll just say it, that's all. <laughs> so I'm so happy that you said that so eloquently. College. And the thing about that is, I hate to tell y'all, it doesn't get better afterwards. Mm. It doesn't. Like, oh my God. I'm waiting for this master's to kick in, man. <laughs> oh my God. I'm just sitting here like, Jesus, when do I become rich? Because <laughs> this this crap right here is dead. <laughs> and the U.S. Department of Education definitely thinks that I'm rolling in dough mm. because they're asking me for money. Yeah. And I'm like, sis, <laughs> I'm still broke. <laughs> okay, I'm still broke. I still have an entry-level job. Thank you. So now. It doesn't cost nothing to ask for your money. Right. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> So I'm actually all the way over it. Like I said, oh God, I see the benefit in education, but at the same time, I'm like, I'm also two steps away from becoming a stripper. Hey, preach. <laughs> so, so let's also be real about this too. Deja vu, I think I've heard that before. Mm, down the street. <laughs> right. You know what, because these bills are still here despite what job that you have. So, Lord, <laughs> Jesus, pray for me. Do you have anything that you're here for this week? I'm here for to exercise my right to vote. I received my mail-in vote today, and I just, I'm about to cast it. Mm. Okay. I think college students don't realize that they can vote uh, while they're in college and back in their home district. I'm from Westchester, Illinois. It's like uh, 20, 30 minutes from the city of Chicago. It is. Question, where is everybody from? Chicago, West Side, gang gang. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. I don't have anything to tell you. I'm from Six Flags, Great America. Or the Brownsville, Texas area. Big West Side. Wow. Okay. Um, right. Because I definitely wasn't expecting her to say that. <laughs> I really was not, but okay. So thank you all so much for participating in that. If you all tell me what you're here for this week, I'll gladly put this on the show. And email civildiligence at gmail.com. All right, so now let's get into the nitty gritty of why we're even here, why I pressured all these people to come. Well, I actually pressured one, and she got like a lot of like people to come, and I thank her for that. Thank you, Acha. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, it isn't a secret that millennials are way more liberal than our parents, and especially our grandparents. Most young people tend to lean Democrat. However, as we stated in the last episode, millennials are unreliable voters. I'm just going to put that out there. We don't vote. We don't. A poll that I saw online, a public religion institute poll, stated that 28% of young adults will vote this year, or they're committed to voting. 
compared to 74% of seniors. I think we are way more politically aware in 2018 than we were in 2016, and just due to the political climate and the media. But when it comes to actually voting, we are not there. I conducted a poll on Instagram basically saying, have you even registered to vote? And 74% of people did, but 33% did not. And it's alarming because we complain about What's happening in this era, we complain about the bull crap that we see, but we don't want to do the bare minimum, bare minimum to make a change. And that's just something that I find odd. And I know you all know that I'm a whole pusher of voting because it's just 30 minutes out of your day. Go to your polling station and cast the ballot. And especially that uh, states... Last day to register, most states were like 10-9. Now, I know in the state of Illinois, you can register the day of um, November 6th. 6th. Yeah, you can register all the way up until voting day. So, I'm going to post a question to you guys. Yeah, we're going to have that conversation. Yeah, hey. <laughs> I'm going to post a qu question. Is voting important to you and why? Go with young sir. One thing you said um, about how we don't vote. I think that, you know, not to get on the hobby horse of ranking on social media, but it used to be, and this is from like, she and I watch, can't remember the name, but basically it was used to be like um, all the people in power really didn't know what the public opinion was of them or how they acted. They would have to receive the public opinion after backlash of the public. Now what we have is we have, uh, I would say, for lack of a better term, feelers or people who test the waters of public opinion by putting out things on social media. And when you have that, you have people who get to test and see what the reactions would be if they magnify that or, or, or extrapolate that to 110 times or whatever. So we could say we put this little policy in here, and then we'll see what the public reaction is. If it's big enough, we won't do it. If it's little enough, we might go through with it and put up with the public backlash. So what I think is about to draw back to social media is that with everybody bitching on social media about every little thing that is wrong, you don't have pent up aggression towards the people who are actually making things wrong. You have a venting system where all the people in power get to feel the heat, the warmth of your hatred but it doesn't turn into a fire. It just is a warm breeze on, on them and, and what they're doing cold-heartedly, cold if I may put my own opinion in there. But yeah, so I see that we are effectual in displaying our opinions, but not in animating it or inputting it into the system. And so, like I said, with free time, we need to use, instead of free time of telling everybody else how we feel about our opinions, we need to talk to each other about how to mobilize our opinions. So how does that relate to voting, per se, and especially voting with millennials? We need to stop putting our efforts into speaking out on social media, of which no change happens, even though you believe so. And I know that's been said over and over, but realistically, the, the feel-good you get from posting something like that on Twitter or Facebook is the feel-good you should get by looking up and figuring out who to vote for. Because yes, it is 30 minutes to go to polls and stuff, but it does take hours to figure out whose stance is right. What are they, who, how are they responsible? Who are they beholden to? And what views do they really have? JB can tell me how much he wants Twitter or Facebook or likes it or not. It doesn't matter. What is he actually going to do? And I think that the political ads that have gotten like later and closer have gotten more focused on like what he actually wants to do. Because mm -hmm. it used to be like, hey, uh, JB, what's a Twitter or Facebook? He's like, oh, Twitter. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. Right. Right. That is oh. so 
Let it go. <laughs> Like try to hit home with with his dad jokes, with his dad jokes. <laughs> like he said, hip dad. But in the more so, that's better than Ronner. Yeah, that was better than because I don't see crap that what Ronner's doing other than the fact that JB Printer is trash. Mm. So that's all I see. Yeah. I'll go back and ask you why is voting important to you, mate? Voting is a right, but it also doesn't really. I would quote unquote say cost much because what it costs to not vote is outlandishly maximum over what it costs. Because if you vote, you got your voice heard, you can be in the game with quote unquote game, but if you don't vote, then you're just along for the ride. And you can complain and kick and scream all you want, but there's no change anybody's gonna hear unless you actually call your representatives and you actually vote for the under down ticket where actual change to your neighborhood will make sense. True, true, true. I like that. I like that. Aja, you want to say one thing for the people? (laughs) (laughs) Voting is important because, as he says, basically voicing your opinion. But, yes, I feel like voting is important, but not everyone get their voice heard Mm -hmm. and definitely as being a minority is Mm -hmm. kind of hard because they do so much to not give us our voice even in jail cell once you're a felony you can't vote they take away your right to vote which is really wrong and I guess this kind of like it's not that I don't vote because I don't want to vote anything but I don't feel like I'm not saying I don't feel like I shouldn't but I basically shouldn't because at the end of the day, I feel as America is not really for minorities. Like, they try to do everything to make it seem like America is this, America is that. But at the end of the day, like, what is it? You can't really believe what people say because anyone who runs for anything, they're going to say anything that you want to hear just so they can get in office. At the end of the day, you really don't know who you're voting for, the true colors, until they sit in that seat. This is true. Voting is important to me because in early, about March 2016, I just became a citizen in the United States. And that's one of the rights that I value to have. Because there's other countries out there that doesn't have, that doesn't give their citizens that opportunity to make change to voice their concerns and stuff like that. Now, it's more complex in America about voting. It's not that simple like, oh, because we have the right to vote, we, we can make that significant change uh, right away. Um, I think that it, voting does help at some point, maybe not on a national level as much, but one of the most, some uh, wise man told me once that one of the most important voting or election there is is the local election. Local elections affects you the most uh, within your housing, with your tax, uh, property taxes, your education, your school board. That's where it is home for me. Um, I got first got involved in elections was in my school board uh, elections. I was campaigning for, even though I couldn't vote yet because of my age, I was campaigning for this uh, slate of parents who wanted to replace the incumbents that's on the school board who has no business in being a school board. They're school board members that doesn't even send their kids to the school district. 
So that's one of the thing concerns that um, we had. And uh, luckily, we cleaned the slate. We have parents there. We have educator educators on the school board. So that's one of the things I valued voting. Um, it may seem like it's not important to some people because on a national level, it doesn't change. But if you really think about it, the most important election is in your local. Thank you. And that brings me to another. Oh, you want to say something? Okay, that brings me to. Okay. <laughs> I said enough right now. Are you right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and that brings me to like another thing. Like, it's not just national. And people are like saying that, oh, it doesn't make a difference for your national elections because it looks horror college. And granted, I get that. I definitely do because gerrymandering is real. And for people who do not know what gerrymandering is, the definition that I got off of the internet is basically manipulation of the boundaries so it can favor into either all red or all blue. That's basically it and you see that more so on the national level but at the same time it is so important for you to vote in your local and state election. And I say that because I was a living witness these past four years that it made a huge difference because in the state of Illinois, we were almost a junk state. Like I get Illinois piece of shit, be some of our past like governors, but we were literally almost a junk state, meaning the financial means of it is- the Poorest we, states in the country kind of thing. We were one of the poorest states in the country and meaning so even more so like you of our degrees because it was a public degree and taxes the paid for University of Illinois degrees we were about to get those damn degrees because it was about to be a junk state and the U of I wasn't able to pay for us to even keep open so when I see all that happening and then when I see people who still don't want to vote it makes me like but you're complaining that Bruce Rauner is a shit but you're still not going to register to vote or you're still not going to vote. And that leads me to another question. People who don't vote, do they have the right to complain? No. Because me personally, I'm like, bye. What the, the fuck you complaining for? You made your choice. Shut the fuck up. And you could be aligned with what I have to be aligned with. But if you don't vote, what the hell are you talking to me for? Because the same things that you was doing and complaining about when Bruce Rauner wasn't giving y'all y'all math grants because he wouldn't pass the budget. But y'all out there at the Capitol protesting, saying, give us our money. Bringing more people to protest and to show up than to vote at polls. Exactly. Where were you four years ago when you had the choice? Now, granted, Quinn and Rauner wasn't like the greatest choice. I mean, I will give you all that. But at least y'all would have had y'all money to keep that same energy. That's all I'm talking about. If you're saying, like, where was that energy when you were aiding a headache because you were hungover in your dorm room? Where were you because you wanted to go to get something to eat at the cafeteria than to get your butt up to vote? Like, so many young people especially were not giving a crap. And in Sangamon County, we make a third of the population. UIS alone makes a third of the Sangamon County population. So I already know that that can do numbers. So I can go on about this all day, but what do y'all think? Do people have the right to complain if they don't vote? No, I mean... You didn't vote, so why are you complaining? Like, I didn't vote for the president election, and I'm not complaining. But I don't agree with things that Donald Trump says or does. But so I Trump or Trump? 
Trump. Sorry. <laughs> I don't get it. President Cheeto. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I didn't trust Hillary either, so I didn't like Hillary either. So, I mean, hey, you get what you give, basically. <laughs> so... It is what it is, but, like, I feel like if you're going to sit here and complain, like, it's okay to say you don't like this and that, but just continuously complain about it, then you should have voted because it's like, why are you complaining? You didn't try to make change, and voting is one of the steps you can do to make change. I think people who don't vote, what is their reason behind not voting, I think is important mm -hmm. because... Someone who doesn't vote and someone who's a one-issue voter are very close in my mind mm -hmm. because they don't, neither seem to consider enough options or outcomes or avenues of where to go and what to do when voting. Because if they don't do that, then they're not going to pick a correct candidate and they're going to feel like both don't actually fit them. So if you go off of what you see on the news and what you've been told by people, that may not be the most, the most correct information. But people who don't vote at all may be disconcerted, disconcerted to vote because uh, they've been, they, they haven't gotten their way, uh, they haven't seen any benefits from the system that they didn't vote in anyway. And so when you get so, someone so down in the dumps in that way politically, that is really what happens when now a minority group can uh, overcome the majority group and where uh, if you really thought you weren't getting your way, you're definitely not getting your way after you didn't apply yourself to the political aspect of your country because you didn't get to choose to live here when you were born, but you get to choose how the world or this country acts. And if you don't like how the upper ticket is, vote down ticket. There's nothing wrong with voting just for local electorates because if you don't like Hillary or Trump, that doesn't mean you shouldn't go to vote because there's still more people to vote for. If you all have been following me, this is the reason why I say you all not voting for the national election screwed you over because now we have a one party system that controls three branches of government. Government. I've been said this. I've said this a lot. You could have put in The Rock for president. You doesn't matter if you didn't fuck with Hillary. You didn't fuck with Trump. You could have put in my grandma Sally for president. But you should at least vote for your senators and Congress people because thank you. We have a Republican who controls the House and the Senate. And I'm not saying if you are Republican and a conservative and this is your time, woo-hoo, huzzah, I am so happy for you. You have, live alive, like I said, be in the kingdom, be great, yes, okay. But for all the people who are complaining that, oh, I just didn't vote because I didn't think it made a difference. Guess who just got nominated for the Supreme Court that all y'all bitching about? I told y'all this was gonna happen. Chief, Chief Justice Roberts actually said that he's gonna uh, he's gonna start an investigation into Kavanaugh. So regardless of the Senate um, and their and their say so, the Chief Justice of the Roberts Court. Uh, is going to investigate this, or he says there should be an investigation. So his coworkers aren't even on his side at this moment. Well, look at that. But that is also that is a thing that you should do. Like I don't give a crap if you don't fuck with your president. Because to be perfectly honest with you, it was the less of two evils for me. But you, you bet your gosh darling, San, uh, Sally, I voted for who I voted for first state and local because that affects us. That affects my taxes. That affects my cash flow. And I believe this thing, if I'm a paying citizen, 
in this country, y'all take money out of my check every month. Every month. Just a lot of it's gone. That's rent money. <laughs> oh, that's gas money. Like, that's money gas, I could be paying. Cable, like, I could be paying on loans. Like, I could get meals. Like, this could go towards me eating. I'm a paying citizen. So, yes, I'm going to exercise my right to vote. And honestly, like I said, I don't want to hear nothing that y'all said because I told y'all. I've been told y'all. I basically said this, and if you didn't know me because I didn't start this podcast like till three months ago, but I said back in 2016, y'all not voting. We're going to have one party controlling all three branches of government. Do you think liberals are the majority in the country? If, if, if a majority or a large portion of liberals don't vote, you even out the scale, and then your views will not be heard. So you better team up, and not in the bad way, but as in the ideological... Uh, this is right for our well-being and the betterment of our country, not against someone. But you want to vote for how you'd like to see the country. How can we be the shining city on a hill, not in a religious sense, but in a, in a moral sense? I actually want to get your point of view on it because you are an immigrant, and I didn't know that before I asked you. Well, Aja asked you to be on the show, <laughs> but I think, and I think that's good because that was the main reason why I wanted to pick the people it's that a surprise are surprise. Right, pop surprise. I just wanted to get your point of view because it's a pop button issue topic, especially it's now. About the same question. Uh -huh. We're talking. Well, yeah, because we kind of went on a tangent. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> yeah, you, you you can't complain about stuff you don't if you don't vote. Uh, it's still like it's all going back to back home in Westchester that uh, our school district is uh, it's highly political where it shouldn't be because mm -hmm. it's, it's a volunteer position and it's for school ed education and stuff like that. Westchester is predominantly white and my neighbors complain about the property taxes going high and the high school's not good enough but Westchester alone is isolating themselves. Like mo most of the citizens there are isolating themselves from the school district because they don't like it. So you can't just keep saying you, we don't like it and not vote for a board of education. You're gonna say, oh, I don't like the board of education. Then why don't you vote? It doesn't make sense. It's like, that's one of the common sense issues here in America that I've learned, I've gotten to learn since I moved here. So, well, where are you originally from? I'm from the Philippines, oh. and that's a very political country. Mm. And for every political decision there, I, I believe the Catholic Church has a big. Oh, just like us. It's, it's actually that's similar because we have. God is thrown into every uh, goodbye and hello and every political speech whatsoever. So God bless America. <laughs> like that's pretty much how it goes. So. Right. I'm just like, yeah, so that's interesting that uh, they get that perspective on there. So another question, I don't have that on the sheet, but I'm just like, so how do we get millennials to vote? Like as a millennial, like what attracts you to vote? I think we already asked that, why do you vote? But what? how can we get other millennials to vote? Very difficult question to answer. <laughs> how do you get people, kids, to even care um, about vote? How did I get? Oh, because SGA. Yeah. No, you're a president from what? What'd you say? Your oh, school. for my high school. Whatever. Yeah, those are even younger kids. I was Less politically motivated. I was um, president of my high school, we student council, and we had about two thousand students there. Right. So when I did my two terms there, I listened to them. as a candidate. I listened to them, and I I told them that I'm not going to promise anything. 
thing head on. And I told him that, I basically told him I want to work for them. And I honestly don't know, because like, I know it's you either a lot of power in high school. Like people it's kind care. Of theatrical, but I mean, still like it's hard to it's hard to have that. Like people would not care about it. But the way you speak, the way you're gonna carry yourself, you, yeah, carry yourself and make them think that, oh, like he's gonna work for me, and then you tell them you have you have something the same common the common goal to work to, uh, towards too, as like I guess that's how they remove that they should vote for me because we have a common goal mm -hmm. and we're working towards that okay. and eventually we got to that goal. Extrapolate that on to a now, right? Like, okay, so what are you in now in here, SGA, right? Yeah. Okay, so you're just like, you're, you're growing influence from what you did initially to small scale to larger scale, right? More more influence you could possibly have with more people who are influencers in the, in the company or organization the school is, in, right? Yeah, I guess like one of the one of the tactics that could be used for uh, to convince other people to vote is like here are, here are the consequences if you don't vote. Not just for me in general. Yeah. Here's what happens if you don't pick a side that I'm not bashing anyone, but if you pick someone else than me, this these are the results. They might not they're not in the best interest in representing you. Yeah. So that's one of the tactics like scare tactics that for this available that is true and i also said that like 2016 was a result of us not caring not giving a damn not really taking this seriously and look at us now our taxes is up and i'm like i will go back to taxes because that's more money out of my paycheck y'all don't know how valuable my coins are to me like i worked hard for those coins but i mean just looking at the world now and to go back to a point that you said Aja about not voting because this country don't give a damn about us. I mean, that's also true. Like, I also stated in a couple of episodes back that, honestly, I do see a difference when people, especially people of color, see the candidates, like, see this themselves in the candidates because again in 2008 black people came in droves i'm just gonna say that came in droves people who never voted before in their lives voted in 2008 because they saw a candidate that was like oh for us and you see that a lot in i'm um, sorry you see that a lot in the candidates that are running for governor congress uh senators now in this country that a lot of people who wouldn't necessarily would vote or give a crap go see, like, see themselves in them. And you all bring up a good point saying that, I mean, you have to connect with them. And I think a lot of millennials want to connect with the people who are running. Because at the end of the day, just because you're not running yourself doesn't mean that you shouldn't just give up, just say, mm, I don't want to vote because, like, you're just going to do what you do anyway. And I hate that mentality because if that's the case, pick somebody who has the same mentality you do. Pick somebody who, like, is for you. And I think that's a lot with, with black people. And I'm like, if you don't see that, run your damn self. Throw your own hat into the ring. There's other ways and there's other the get around the fact of not having somebody that don't give a damn about you because I agree being a black female in America I definitely feel that and granted I didn't grow up in poverty I didn't grow up with um a sink well I didn't grow up 
with single parents in the home or whatever. I was a replica of divorce, but I had lives of opportunity. I grew up in the suburbs, so it's different than you growing up in the west side of Chicago. I still feel some type of way because at the end of the day, you see me being a woman, you see me being black. You don't know the necessarily that I have two degrees. You don't know necessarily where I came from. You just see the color, and I don't give a crap what anybody says. Race still matters in 2018. This point blank and period, race still matters. And I feel so strongly about that. And I feel so strongly about like voting because it's time for us to pick people that has our mind, that has our best interests in heart. And honestly, you can't have the argument that you shouldn't put any in no man above like higher power or whatever. But if this person's gonna like voice your opinion in Congress, why don't you? Yeah, politics is politics, but vote for those people who are gonna have your best interests in heart, whether or not you feel like this country is crap or not. Put more black people, put more women, put more Hispanics, Asians into that realm. You mentioned about uh, Obama's election in 2008. They had like a similar election in Alabama recently for the Senate seat. Yeah, Roy Gray. The accused pedophile. Yeah. Whoa. Uh, (laughs) Accused, yep. Allegedly, yep. Well, I say that's similar because he's obviously, it doesn't matter what party is that. He's obviously that type of white man, victim of the media, talks like how they talk, looks like how they look. A racist is a racist. Right, but the, the, the embodiment of who he was filled a gap for who they were looking for, and now. No, I, I would have voted for Obama if I could have twice because of like uh, his politics and who he ran against, obviously, like was not the people that we should have had. But touching on identity politics, it's like you, you want someone who's representative of you, but you don't want to just have that or vote because they look like you. Like you said, no promises, right? It's like, yes, so don't vote and expect the the next four years to be cool. Like, you can't give up. You need to be able to keep their feet to the fire from local to national. That's all I'm saying. And I will say this again, because a lot of people feel like Obama didn't do crap, and I will argue differently, but I'm like, again, you put all you had into Obama. He's only one man. And didn't give no support under so let's just be, also be clear. He can only do so much, and these people can only do so much. If you're voting for who you have a mindset for, another people in another state are voting for what they have a mindset for. And it's a clash. We're not always going to get along. But instead of not just voting at all, you should at least give somewhat of a damn because there are chances that that person that you believe in that has that same view as you or is similar to you and you think is fighting for you could actually do something for you. Vote for the people who take your tax dollars rather than vent about uh, your tax dollars being taken on Facebook. Are doing something worthwhile for your tax dollars. Like, if you're gonna take my damn tax dollars, can we at least put it right? Why you to school? Driving 70 miles per hour, 80 miles per hour, 55. And hit a crater. (laughs) Right. Can we fix this damn school system? Can we get free books? How about that? Can we go towards that? Thank you. Stop charging so much for these facts that are the same, whether or not you Google them at home or you get taught them by a doctor. Oh.
Oh, God. Like, can we not? Like, and also, all totality, um, education should be free in America. Just saying. Oh, also, too, and y'all can, we can have that debate. Healthcare should be free. We all have health. If we have a more educated and, and healthier population, the people who are all the way at the top are going to start not reaping benefits as much as they are. And that's what's going on here is that people aren't getting to join the, the club that make influence, that they have so much credit and power in the, the nation right now that they, they have all the time in the world to push their narrative and their uh, subjective perce perception rather than uh, pay bills and struggle to work and use public roads that have potholes. They don't use our stuff so they don't have to worry about paying for it. So they don't know how bad the potholes are in Springfield because they don't drive on them. They don't know how bad the airports yeah, are and here. anybody where's, where there's a poor uh, state because they don't use them. They use private airways. So all this uh, uh, getting out of the culture and buying yourself out of the system is how they'd like to act, but it's not how we get to act. So we have to act in a different way that gets them to act right. And that's, I think, how the, the, the formula should go. You're listening to one of our next senators of the United States of America. <laughs> <laughs> you're, like, right? you're listening. <laughs> well, actually, one it, sentence without, uh, is, uh, if, if you want to be, he definitely brought bar that low because you, my, my, my crackhead cousin Vinny can probably be a better president than this crap so I'm just <laughs> right right so let's also be very clear he did bring the bar that low I guess we can leave it on with this because we can go on and on and on and I'm pretty sure that my listeners are probably tired of us like rambling on but we got bills to pay Right, y'all gotta vote. But I just wanna put it out there. Are you all going to vote this um, election? And if you're not, that's perfectly cool. Just tell, let the people know why. Well, I'm about to cast my vote through mail. Yes, kudos for you. So I had to forward my address and change it uh, from living on campus to a separate house, but I did all that. I went down to the voting polling place and um, I want to actually have the full experience of going in and going to vote at the place that they hold it. So I, I want to actually like be a useful citizen in the country and I don't want to sit idly by while people get to make decisions about my fucking life and not have me have my fucking say so. So ready for when I'm fucking older. Fucking right. Ma'am. I don't know. I probably not, but wow. I'm registered to vote. <laughs> you haven't registered to vote? I have. I did. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> but why? Why Why won't you? Why, why won't you vote? I'm, I'm curious. And it's okay. I'm not about to like make you feel any type of way that it's your personal opinion. I don't know. It's, that's just how I feel. And also, I mean, I guess religious reasons too why I don't vote because it's like God make everything. God let everything happen for a reason, so hey. But if you're here, but if you're here and the reason that you're here, is it not your reason to make your own belief about the world true? I mean, are you gonna let somebody else who's here, who's seemingly making your life objectively worse, gonna keep doing that? Would God want you to do something like that? Because or would they want you to make you feel what what about the God that they believe in? Like, what are they telling them to to make your life bad and her life bad? And that's why we're all here. I mean, come on now. I, I'm just wondering. I ain't gonna say that. <laughs> I ain't gonna start. I ain't gonna start. Because I was about to be.
over the free snacks. and then sell out and then have all of the old people be the poorest motherfuckers that can't even vote for nothing. It's keeping them uneducated and simple so they don't have to think about who they're going to vote for. They can get to be told who to vote for. And that's why the smaller groups always have a, a finite similar message and it's repeated throughout so they can handle it. All right. So like he said... <laughs> Sorry. You went on a whole tangent there. But yes, um, thank you all for being on the show. I know you all have shit to do on a Friday evening. So thank you all so much for being on my show. Voting is important this year, y'all. Instead of complaining at home and complaining on social media, why don't you all complain at the polls? It's the bare minimum of what you need to do. And honestly, if you all don't have a ride to get to your polling places, demand that, especially on college campuses. I think, like, think Lyft is doing a... Lyft is doing a promotion of free, free rides to the polling place or something like that, or Uber, one of the two, so. See, you all have no excuse. Get your asses up and vote me. So do that. I can't stress to you enough. I hope you do. Thank you all so much. Thank you for having us. We should do this again sometime. Right. <laughs> um, uh, next episode, religion. <laughs> Low key, I'm thinking about it. 
Do you all might spark something, religion and politics. Yeah, so religion and politics. No, they are not. There is no separation of church and state. But anyway, you can email and be a part of the conversation on civil diligence. Email civildiligence at gmail.com. Let me know if you're going to vote. Let me know your thoughts on voting. And we can have that conversation next episode. You can listen to Civil Diligence on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and SoundCloud. And you can follow Civil Diligence on Facebook and Instagram. Until next time, everybody, I hope you vote. Bye. Bouncing around, bouncing around, bouncing, bouncing around, bouncing around, bouncing. Hate supplements are found right in their couches. Bouncing around, bouncing around, bouncing. Shout out to them.